Welcome to Positive Love Hills, the podcast that deconstructs your memories and rebuilds your mind from the toxic to the positive. Here is our host, social worker, mother, daughter, and friend, Gail D. Jones. Good morning, good morning, good morning, dear hearts. This is Gail Jones coming to you from Tampa, Florida, and you're listening to Positive Love Heals, the Heart to Heart podcast. I am doing something a little bit different today. Um, I have to work on adding some more um, adapters and equipment, but I am still here and let's go. Let's get it. Let's get in. Let's talk about birthright. I want to talk about birthright. It's so important that we begin to uh, research, we begin to inquire about our birthrights. Now, that term um, is described in Google as a particular right or possession or privilege one has from birth. Now, when I mentioned that, that could have triggered some things. And again, go to my, go to www.positivelovehills.life and click on resources for some resources to where you connect with some, um, some agencies available there to help you. If you feel that you need some additional support other than just listen to the podcast. All right. That's a disclaimer. I'm going to move forward. Now with talking about birthright, not everyone has experienced a warming and a welcoming upbringing. And I'm, I, you know, and I realize that. But even in the midst of that, there is still a purpose that you have here on earth. Now, we all don't have the same purpose. Some of our purpose may intersect at times. But when I speak about your birthright, when I talk about the privilege, your privilege to create a difference here on earth, your privilege to love yourself hashtag love yourself the positive. You're privileged to know that you're awesome, you're amazing, you're beautiful, and you have all that it takes to succeed, whether it's succeeding in paying your bills on time, whether it's succeeding in going back to school, whether it's succeeding in purchasing your first car, whether it's succeeding in buying your first home, whether it's succeeding in establishing your business, whatever it is, it is your birthright regardless of what you've experienced, to be the best you. Now, why I say that? I say that because even in my pain, and mind you, we no one is exempt from experiencing sad times. No one is exempt from pain, from relationships, from friendships, from partnerships. No one is exempt from that. However, I've discovered when I look back on all that deep-rooted pain, one, I had to lift up my carpet and realize it was some stuff up under there that I had shoved over, up under that unintentionally about who I am and myself. And I was just like, oh no, I got to gut this stuff out. I got to get it out of here. Now, it reminded me of things that I experienced that was not so nice. But I also realized in that pain, in that disappointment, in that hurt, in, um, uh, 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 in that cluelessness, in, in, in the anxiety, I realized that it was there to teach me about who I am. In the midst of that, that's how Positive Love Hills was birthed. Positive Love Hills was birthed because I needed something in this system that I was working in. I needed something to where 
I can speak back and I can talk back without being insubordinate. I can say, you would not use my goodness. You would not use my greatness. You would not use my story to influence people to do bad things for you or to provoke fear upon people. You would not use my story for that. So I began tweeting Positive Love Hills as a act to say, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and I've actually had to say, it ain't gonna happen. Not knowing that Positive Love Hills had a place to really involve into more. And I'm thankful, I'm grateful for, for, for all of my experiences, even my recent experience of me just really having to, having to have my 30 second moment and to practice not being offended and to understand that just like God gives you one thing, he'll consistently, most high will consistently pour into you. But you have to be willing to pour into others and you have to be willing to let things go. All right. So attached to that birthright, I can only speak on mine because I don't know your story. And I encourage you to begin to share your story. Okay. To share your story in a matter of to, in, 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 to, to help people heal, to help show people goodness, right? How to overcome, right? Resiliency. But when I talk about birthright, I reflected on me wanting to acknowledge my parents and wanting to acknowledge um, a mentor of mine who has lived an awesome, amazing life. I say that because of the change that she created. I wanted to acknowledge some rooted individuals that, that shifted that paradigm for me to realize that I was more than enough that I was smart, I could achieve, I was beautiful inside and outside. Because I just can't talk about the outside. I have to talk about the inside because that's where it starts at first. You can put all the makeup on, you can do everything, but it on if that inside not right, baby, it's going to seep out through them pores, okay? And it don't be smelling good. I'm just saying, all right? Now, that being said, when I begin to talk about, think about my birthright, I began to think about my parents and the foundation that they instilled in me and my siblings. I began to think about when I was in elementary school and we were riding in a red station wagon and my parents, me and my siblings, my parents, when we were riding, it was at nighttime, more than like we were leaving from church. I'm sure we was leaving from church. And if anybody know my parents, anybody grew up in the church house, a PK kid, nine times 10, everywhere you was going and coming was church other than school. All right. So that being said, I remember we were riding and there was a lady on the side of the road or on the street and she had on no clothes. I can't remember her. I don't remember her race or anything. I just remember the, I remember the moment. I remember my parents stopping since, oh my gosh, did you see that lady? And my father had a big blanket in the truck of our red station wagon. Yeah, we was big on station wagons back then. Uh-huh, it was a lot of us. And my parents got out and gave, covered this lady in a blanket and they took her to a safe place. I remember the discussion. I can't remember where they took her at, but it was a safe place. It was more than like it was a hospital because, you know, I don't don't remember anything of those details. I don't know if it was mental health crisis. I don't know any of that. But what I do know is that my parents took out the time to take this woman to a safe place. 
Now, that was a different time then. That was like 40-something years ago, okay? Today, we have to do things a little bit differently, like call 911, you know, or, um, you know, et cetera, you know, just so that you can keep you and your family safe, you know, all right? Just putting that disclaimer out there. But that time, that created, that laid a foundation of me as far as being a giver and as far as being thankful and grateful. Because, see, I didn't realize that we were, quote, unquote, considered low class or poor. I didn't know. Because my parents, they loved on us. They taught us the, the, the gift of prayer, faith, songs, and love to where I did not know. I didn't know. You know, and, you know, and even now it's not even important. I remember um, when my father uh, had, you know, it's like this love for people even more in, in, in the community and they started the Feast of Plenty. And I remember doing this Feast of Plenty, just seeing my father and his affiliates, them working hard and putting this big, big, big event down um, that, um, putting this big event on that happened in the, uh, I believe it's called the Riverfront Park. So I remember all of that. And that laid again, another foundation of being a giver and knowing who you are. And no matter the challenges, because see, listening to the conversations and the talk, it wasn't always easy because everyone is not going to be in agreement with you. Some people are not going to want you to flourish in that, in that area, in that manner. And some people are going to take and manipulate. But the fact where my parents and even their affiliates never gave up, they kept pushing forward, no matter the trials, no matter the doors that was pushing their face, that was a foundation for me. The foundation of my parents' giving. And that also helped reveal to me my birthright. Uh, when I think about the stories of my grandparents on both sides, that's attached to my birthright. And now there are a lot of things in the past that were several things that I was told that was like negative things that was not good, that did not set well, you know, um, in the culture that happens in families. But I'm thankful and grateful that as the woman that I am today, that my parents really did the best that they could to help shift the paradigm and to change the narrative of our stories. And I'm thankful and I'm grateful for the sacrifice. So as I was getting ready to launch Positive Love Heals, I knew I could not do a lunch without recognizing the people that was a part of that foundation. And that's like a baby rocking. And I had to find a way. So I went to my sister and I did not want to just do a simple recognition. But I want her to give me some tips, okay? How do I do this? Because I'm getting ready to launch. It's something new for me. I'm, I'm nervous. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I don't know, but I know I got to do it, even if it's two toes at a time so I don't trip, right? I know I got to explain and share with people. Loving yourself the positive is so important because it really worked for me. It worked for me. And she says, you know what? You don't have to do recognitions. You can do something like heartful, heart, something like that. I said, okay, well, let me think about it. And then it came to mind at some point, love letters. So I did not want to just launch a website that stated recognition because it's deeper than that for me. It's attached to positive love heals. And that's when love letters came to mind. And I know it wasn't just me who got it. You know, most high God, he pours out. And I'm very thankful to where he gave me that concept. And I'm thankful to where I can be a key person of influence to where others can embrace that as well. And so 
as I began even thinking more about my birthright, I began to think about when we were little and we were singing in a church choir and it was a big convention that was every year there was a big convention and a lot of uh, choirs will come up and they would sing. But our small church choir, New St. Paul Temple, New St. Paul Temple was always called last. And now me being a little girl, I couldn't understand why are we being called last because most of these people are much older than us and we're being called last and uh, it's getting late because I know it's past my bedtime, okay? And I remember that feeling at the choir, at the choir, at the choir being called up and here we are, this small group of people, the Joneses and the Rookers and probably a few more people, uh, family, mainly family choir, you know? I remember that feeling of feeling isolated, feeling devalued. Um, I remember it was not a good feeling and it made my heart very, very sad. But what I'll tell you, and I'm applying this to my birthplace, my birthrights. What I would tell you is that when they called our name, I knew, all right, it's time for you to sing like the sunbird, like you never sung before. Now I don't sing, that's a disclaimer, even though I was soprano then, okay? I don't sing like that now. But let me tell you, when they called us up to that stage, when we sung, honey, we sung. You hear me? We sung to a point where it didn't even matter that we were called last. Because when we sung and we opened up our mouth, we knew within and we know amongst others that we were first, that we were number one, that we had number one, baby. Whether you give us the mantle or not, the trophy or not, we knew we won that. And the smiles on our faces and the warmness that I felt in my heart to know we didn't give up. We didn't go home and we didn't leave early because there were times in which I feel like, man, can we just go? Shoot, it's late. They're not going to call us. But the thing... But I think back on how my parents like, no, we're not leaving early. You're going to sing because you practicing. You rehearse really hard and you deserve to sing and you're going to sing. I am so thankful and grateful that even the director, which I believe was my sister, I am so grateful and thankful that we did not leave, that we stood still, that we did not get off the wall, Nehemiah. So when I think about my birthright, and as I'm sharing with you, what are you called to do to help release love into this world? Now, when we say the word love, love can easily be taken completely out of context. Unfortunately, we are living in those times now. But when I say the word positive love heals, when I say love, I'm speaking of the light of goodness. I'm speaking of the light of love, which is the light of goodness to where in everything that I do and that I say, it is not done to intentionally harm you or manipulate you, period. When I say positive love heals, when I say love, this is coming from a place of goodness to say, I want you to succeed and I want you to be your best you. And if you got to start from loving yourself on the inside and loving yourself on the outside, then you do that. And then now, if you had to start with loving yourself from the outside and then understanding the importance of loving yourself from the inside, then guess what? Then you do just that. Because loving yourself to positives 
is what's going to open up doors. Loving yourself the positive is what's going to give you grace. Loving yourself the positive is what's going to allow you to give grace to others, even when they may not deserve it, but because you know who you are, you can grant them that. Pausing right there. Because you know who you are, you can grant them grace and mercy and ask God to give them favor in that in which they have set out to do. Because at the end of the day, Most High is not going to grant and favor anything that has been done and done has that's 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 to harm a person. But when I say give them grace and favor. I'm also saying so that they can understand the importance of doing right by others and also doing right by themselves when I say that. What is your birthright? Are you owning your birthright? See, I decided to own my birthright when I decided to love myself. I decided to earn birth my birthright when, as I was lunching, I decided, you know what? I'm not just going to do a simple recognition I am going to share love. I'm going to create love letters. And I'm going to start here with my platform on my website to say, it is time that we start acknowledging those people that has made a difference in our lives, that has influenced us. It is time that we um, set aside our pride and we pick up the phone if we can and when we can to say thank you. What is your birthright? Is your birthright? one in which you have already discovered? Is it one in which you need to do a little bit more research on? What is your birthright? What is your love letter to yourself? Mm. Your birthright becomes the love letter to yourself. Loving yourself the positives. See, in the midst of all of that, I realized that in that pain and that disappointment and that anxiety that I was experiencing, that it was most high crushing the olive oil so that the goodness and anointing can be released so that I can open up my mouth and I can share with you my stories and my experiences so that you too can be inspired to go all through the channels and the highways and the byways to speak your story and to share love and goodness amongst others and first amongst yourself. What is your birthright? What have you been called to do? How are you going to make a difference on earth? Because see, with everything that's going on around us now, it's not about making a quick buck. It's not about just making these dollars. It's not about selling a story so that you can come up. See, what's going on in our world today, my father told me 20, 25 years ago, not just me, but a whole congregation of people. And when I say a whole, a whole, he prepared us to say there is something coming to our world and coming to our state in which we must be prepared to understand that love is the answer to it all. Loving my brother and loving my sister. He released his state that there was going to be a lot of turmoil and bloodshed. And I was just like, oh my gosh, well, this is like 25 years ago. And when I'm thinking about things that has occurred, I'm just like, oh my gosh. And he said, love was going to help heal our land. Love was going to help save the people, save humanity. 
So positive heals is not just about um, me trying to, you know, be in these limelights and be the star. Positive heals is not just about having a business just to have a business. Positive heals come from my heart, baby. And I'm going to own my birthright. And I want you to own your birthright. Don't get it twisted. I want you to own your birthright as well. So I'm grateful and I'm thankful that that Most High would give me the, such an opportunity to release something so pure and so magnificent into the world. And I am dedicated to sharing love letters. I am dedicated to my birthright. I am dedicated to positive love heals. I am dedicated to loving myself to positive. I am dedicated to doing being the best person that I can be. And I want you to be the best, pers best person that you can be as well. So in that, what is your birthright? Research it. Look it up. See what seems to you. Because in that pain and that hurt that I've experienced and even recently just having to get over my 30-second moment and practicing not being offended, as my father would say, whew, Lord, I had to practice that. And once I got over that little hump, that little barrier, that little challenge that was set before me, I said, you know what? It's my birthright. It's my birthright. Because even in the pain and even in the disappointment, what's in there that I need to figure out and that I need to pull out and prepare myself with? What's in there that I can share with you so that when you come across something similar, manipulation, betrayal, whatever it is, or hurt, you know, disappointment, that you can go into your reservoir of goodness. You can go into that reservoir of loving yourself. You can go into that reservoir of your birthright. You can go into that res reservoir of your purpose and saying, you know what? I have everything that I need in my reservoir to pull out because you deposited. I have everything in this reservoir to pull out to remind me that I am safe, that I am good, that I'm a blessing, that I'm smart, that I'm intelligent, and I am worthy, and I am here to stay. Love yourself the positive, dear hearts. What is your birthright? What have you been called to do here to help heal our world and our land? What have you been called to do, honey, to help you heal yourself? Love yourself the positive. This is Positive Love Heals coming to you from Tampa, Florida, Gail D. Jones. Honey, I am the transformologist. So you stick with me and hang out with me and we're going to be transforming from season to season, honey. This is not just a one life thing. This is over and over again. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Positive Love Heals. I am out. Have a blessed day.